Welcome to the Wealthy Woman's Podcast, a podcast for high-achieving women who are great at making money but struggle to build wealth. You'll learn how to take control of your money, increase your net worth, and make more. Ladies, it's time to create a life with more money and more freedom. Let's dive in. Well, hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have this conversation with you all today. So many of you may remember from episode number two that one of the reasons why I decided that it was possible for me to get my money under control was because my father gave me a book called The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. And if you remember my not-so-pretty-money story, I talked about how I devoured that book over one weekend and I was ready to do every single thing he said in the book. And I took that plan to my husband and I said, honey, this is the answer to our prayers because we both knew that something had to change. So I said, you know what? All we have to do is follow this plan where we just go scorched earth and we just give up all the things and just focus on paying off debt. So we'll eat rice and beans. We'll stop going on vacations. We'll stop going to restaurants. We'll stop doing all these things, all these extracurricular activities and all the shopping. We'll just stop everything and just focus on paying off debt. And my husband kind of looked at me side eye and he said, absolutely not. There's no way we can live like that. He said, I do agree that we need to figure out something. We need to figure out how to get control of our money. We need to pay off this debt. We do need to save. We do need to beef up our investing, but we can't do it like this. Because remember, we had over $200,000 worth of debt. So that meant that we would live like that for like five, maybe 10 years. At that point, we really didn't know how long it would take us. And so that's when I went on a mission to figure out how to do everything I wanted to do financially, pay off debt, save, invest more, be in control of my money, without having to go on this really strict budget and give up all the things that we loved, like vacationing and creating memories with our families. For me, I love to go out with friends sometimes. We liked to do date nights. So I've had to figure out a way to do both. And that's exactly what I've coined it. Do both, build wealth, and enjoy life at the same time. And so today I'm going to kind of share with you how I'm different from Dave Ramsey. Because as you all know, if you're a fan of Dave Ramsey, which I am a fan, I still am. I respect him so much. If it wasn't for that book, I probably will still be in the exact same place I was back then. But I know that there are so many people who find Dave Ramsey and they are in the same situation I was where they're like, I do want to, you know, get my money under control, but I don't want to live life like that. And because of that, they do nothing and they stay stuck for so long. And I feel like I am the person that can help them get unstuck because I have a way that you can actually get your money under control and still have fun and still live a good life and still do things that bring you joy. And that's exactly what I do inside of my Stop Over Spending program that you heard about in the intro. We learn exactly how to do that. So if that's you, you want to grab one of those spots because they are limited. The other problem is some people do 
do the Dave Ramsey program, but they get burnt out. I'm in a few Facebook groups and those are the exact words that people write. They say, I've been doing this, but I'm burnt out. And when people get burnt out, they quit, they stop and they just go back to living life the way they were living before. And so again, I want to be the one saying, hey, over here, you can figure out how to do both and you don't have to get burnt out by it, right? And some of the things I'm going to share with you all today are going to show you how I'm different from Dave Ramsey. Again, I'm a fan. I'm not a Dave Ramsey hater. This is not a rant against Dave Ramsey. I actually really respect him. I really like him. But there are just some things that I learned on my journey of getting out of $200,000 worth of debt, learning how to save every single month, learning how to build up my investments to a multiple six-figure net worth. I've learned some things. And I also learned something that he doesn't talk about is that you can live life to the fullest and enjoy it and still build wealth, right? You can pay off debt and still go on vacations. You can save and still contribute to your 401k, right? So I'm gonna share some of the ways we're different. So let's go ahead and dive in. There's actually five of them. So I'm gonna get to it right now. Number one. So Dave Ramsey teaches to have a starter emergency fund of $1,000. And then he says, if you have debt, any kind of debt, other than a mortgage, then you stop at that $1,000 and then you go pay off your debt and you do nothing else but pay off debt. I followed this for a little while, but then I learned that that really wasn't enough. For us, it was good at first because we had never saved anything. And so to have $1,000 felt really good. But as the time progressed and, you know, things would happen, home repairs, car repairs, we learned that it was actually better for us to have about $3,000 as our starter emergency fund. And so now what I teach my clients is that if you want to pay off debt, if that's one of your priorities, then let's first at least start with a one-month starter emergency fund, which means that you have one month of expenses saved. So I teach them how to calculate that one month. And let's have that as your starter emergency fund, which is usually more than $1,000. Because Dave Ramsey has been saying, you know, have $1,000 for years. And we all know that times have changed, prices have increased, we've experienced inflation and all sorts of things, but I still think he says to have $1,000. And I think you should have more. I think you should have at least one full month of expenses set aside in your starter emergency fund. The other way that we are different is this. So he says to stop contributing to your savings after that point. And I say, always be saving. Even if your main goal is to get out of debt, like you really want to get rid of debt before you get to your full savings amount, I totally can understand that. But I still think you should be saving a percentage, even if it's a very small percentage, every time you can, every month at least, so that you are programming yourself to keep money. We learned this the hard way. So for us, We had our starter emergency fund and every time we got any money above our necessities or if we were going to go on vacation, any money above that, we sent it out to debt, right? So we never, ever got used to having money in our bank account over and above that $3,000. So there's a book called The Big Leap. And in that book, there's this concept of the upper limit. And we all have upper limits in our lives. So the upper limit simply means that 
you get used to being at a certain level. So for us, we were used to being at $3,000 in savings. That was our upper limit. And so anytime you try to break past that upper limit, it's almost like you self-sabotage yourself back down there. So let's say I would have gotten a windfall from work, like a bonus, and then you know, I had an extra $5,000, I would put that in my savings. And then somehow, some way I would get right back down to that $3,000 because I was programmed to have an upper limit of only $3,000. But if you're always saving, you're never getting used to just a certain amount. You're always building upon that. And so that is what I teach my clients to always be saving, even if it's a small amount, while you're paying off your debt, because guess what? You can never have too much money saved and you're programming yourself to always keep money. And I'm not talking about, oh, well, keep money in your investments. I mean, no, actually keep it for yourself that where it's liquid, it's in your savings account. You can touch it at any time without any penalties. So that's the other way we are different when it comes to that starter emergency fund. Number one, I think you should have more, at least one month of expenses. And number two, I don't think you should stop there. You can stop adding so aggressively, but there should always be something being saved at least every single month. So the second way we are different is that Dave Ramsey thinks that you should give up all the things that kind of bring you joy. He, I think he uses the term scorched earth where you're not going into restaurants, you're couponing. I think he even says, you know, don't step foot inside of a restaurant unless you work there. I think you can still go to restaurants. You can still go on date nights. You could still go to brunch with your friends if that is something that's important to you. And I take my clients through an exercise that really helps you hone in on what's truly important to you so that you're spending your money on those things versus just spending impulsively. But with Dave Ramsey, he just says, get rid of everything pretty much and just focus on getting out of debt. And I think that you can do both. And I mentioned this at the beginning. You can build wealth and enjoy life at the same time. I believe that we live in a and world, not an either or, okay? And so I think that it is 100% possible. I'm a witness, my clients are a witness, that you can figure out a way to do both. Now, here's the thing. You're not gonna be spending, when you get serious about your financial goals, you're not going to spend money any and everywhere without intention. We're gonna get very focused on the things that are truly important to you. What are your lifestyle values? What do you really want to be spending your money on? And then we're gonna create a spending plan that is aligned to that. So that is what I mean by do both. We're not just gonna spend willy-nilly without regards. We're going to be intentional about it instead. The third way we are different is this. So Dave Ramsey believes that you should not do anything kind of investing if you have debt that is over and beyond a mortgage. And I do not agree with this because he even thinks that you shouldn't get your 401k match from your employer while you're in debt. And I learned this one the hard way. So that first year I was gung-ho and I was still trying to figure things out. I actually followed this advice and I stopped contributing to my 401k, so I stopped getting the match. And my company at the time matched 6% of whatever I put in, up to 6% of whatever I put in. So for instance, let's say I was making $100,000, that meant that if I put in $6,000, they would put in an additional $6,000. So for that entire year, 
I missed out on not only my contribution of $6,000, but I missed out on their match, which was an additional $6,000 of free money that I just did not get. And when I think back, I'm like, oh my God, that was not a good idea. Because if you think about it from this perspective as well, that was probably like 10 years ago. And I missed out on all the compounding interest that that $12,000 could have had. Because if I would have contributed $6,000 and then my company would have matched $6,000, then that $12,000 would have been making interest upon interest upon interest all this time. And I missed out on that. And I don't want you to do that. So I think that you should be investing all the way up to your match, even if you have debt. The other thing that I learned the hard way with this was I ended up owing money for taxes because now I was getting taxed on a higher amount of money. So I ended up getting taxed on that full $100,000. But if I would have sent $6,000 to my 401k, I would have then been taxed on $94,000. So I ended up owing more money in taxes that year as well. So my way of thinking is that you should get your match no matter what, even if you have credit card debt, even if you have a car loan, whatever you have, get the match. It's free money. And all of that money that you're going to get free will start earning you even more money through the miracle of compounding interest. And I don't want you all to miss out on that. So number four, the fourth way I'm different from Dave Ramsey is that he thinks debt is dumb. And I don't think debt is bad at all. And I think so many people beat themselves up about their debt. And I don't want you to do that. I just want you to understand the debt, understand how you got there, understand where you're at, and then make a plan to get out of it if you want to. But when you're sitting around beating yourself up, feeling shame and guilt because you have debt, you can't then use that energy to figure out a plan and get to work paying it off if that's what you want to do. I also think that getting out of debt is not an emergency. One of the things Dave Ramsey teaches is something called gazelle intensity, which makes people really want to get out of debt fast. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. But I also think that that mentality makes people think that, oh, once I'm out of debt, my life is going to be so magically different. And the truth is, you're still going to be a human. You're still going to have issues. That is what I found out. It was very anticlimactic. I'm so glad I did it. I want all my clients who want to be debt-free to do it as well. But I don't think it needs to be like this emergency where you have to give up everything that brings you joy in order to get out of debt. I think, again, you can do both. It may take you a little longer to get out of debt, but that's okay. As long as you have a plan, as long as you're working your plan, I think that's totally, totally fine. There's a saying that the grass is not always greener on the other side. And even when you get out of debt, it's not always greener over there. Yes, you will have less debt, but you're still going to be a human. You're still going to have human problems. You're not going to be in this euphoric state when you're out of debt. And last but not least, the fifth way I'm different is I don't think that you should ignore your credit score. I know that Dave Ramsey says, you know, your FICO score is like your I love debt score. I think that most people 
need to have good credit. Like good credit is important. It determines not only if you can borrow money for like a mortgage or a car, but it also sometimes determines if you can get a job or if you can get insurance or how much you pay for your insurance premiums. I do believe that we should take care of our credit score and we should be concerned about it. I also think credit cards are okay as long as you know how to use them and you don't let them get out of hand, especially if you're paying them off every month and getting the perks. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's not something that I teach or recommend, but if I have clients who really like to get the perks, I have a client who loves to use their cards to get like Marriott points or Delta points so that they can travel. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. And if you want to use your credit cards to do that, that's totally, totally fine. Okay. So that's what I have for you today. Those are the five ways I am different from Dave Ramsey. Again, if you want to join me in the Stop Overspending program, remember all you have to do is go to germainefoley.com slash chat and let's have a conversation. Those spots are very limited. So if you want one, go ahead and grab one. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go, if you're ready to create a life with more money and more freedom, then you're invited to join the Wealthy Woman's Academy, my signature coaching program where you'll learn how to take control of your money and build wealth without sacrificing your lifestyle. To get started, head on over to germainefoleycom slash WWA. That's Jermaine with a G. See you over there. Bye-bye.